right, what up? This is the Bad News Pod. Today is December 5th. I am the host, Wayne Harris, and with me today are Justin Tribal and Matt Tompkins. What is good, fellas? What's up? Welcome back, Matt. It's good to have you back, bro. Good to be here, guys. Luckily, I'm not driving a car this time. I am at my office in a conference room, so hopefully no one sees me fucking around talking wild shit in said conference room. Nice. Yeah, you better make sure that shit ain't bugged, because I be saying some wild stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got the AirPods in, so they won't hear you guys. We good on that front. Oh, sweet. Matt cool. came prepared this time. That is beautiful. Yes, sir. Hey, don't it, don't it, I'm not letting you off the hook with the mild flex. <laughs> right? <laughs> got the AirPods in. Got the AirPods. <laughs> not the AirPods Pro, just the old ones. I'm kind of I'm kind of washed now. I don't know. Do I have the clout? I don't know. You know, it's funny. I actually got the AirPods Pro, which is I don't need them in any way, shape, or form because I already have the um the the Beats joints, right? And Ooh, big big the, flex. <laughs> yeah, and, it's like a double flex because one, he's got the Pro. Two, he's got Beats on the side. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but right, but right. I actually he just, like he just ordered an extra side at the barbecue joint. Like he got <laughs> green uh, mac and cheese, and he was like, you know what? I'm Tail salad soup. meat. Yeah, it's, it's so stupid. Like I got them mostly so that way, like I use the um, the the Beats when I'm at the house. I usually carry the AirPods with me when I'm at work, you know, just to make sure I always have something. So, bro, it's just just mad frivolous for no reason. Disgusting. <laughs> but but not nah, the pros are pretty sweet. I like them. The noise canceling is ill. I might have to. I can't. I cannot justify the, spending the money on those. You know, I thought the same thing. And for to be earbuds, they actually sound a lot better than I thought they would because I usually don't like the way earbuds sound, but they actually sound solid. <laughs> so I, I was impressed. I have to take your word for it. <laughs> but um, no Diana today. She's out Christmas shopping. Apparently, that's more important than the pod, but she'll it be is, back next week. It is. After she was blowing group <laughs> chat up late last she was, night. She was blowing up the... Storm <laughs> Wayne's ass about the show notes. And then this morning, I woke up at 7.30 and she's like, notes? And I'm like, yo, can you give my man a break? She was super eager about the notes. That was hilarious. But just a go good news is that's just poor planning. Because I mean, I, I don't more more flexing like Black Friday weekend. I spent much more money than I wish I did. Man, I, my my hat goes off to all of the people that brave Black Friday. I only did it once in my entire life. And that shit was mega stressful. And I only there was only one thing I wanted at one store, and I still felt like I was losing my mind. (laughs) So, so this past Friday, I went to Best Buy at midnight. Wow! And ended up getting that new iPhone for my girl with the with three cameras, a little crazy looking. She about to take the craziest pictures of you. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you right now. So far, all she's really taking pictures of is her cat. Hey, nice. as a, but as so a noted pet photographer, I can relate. Seriously, and I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, the camera on that on that thing is legit. Like, I, I got it, it too, is. and I was playing around with it, and I was kind of blown away. It's pretty dope. <laughs> I upgraded last year, so I usually do every other year. I, exactly I, same. I, I can't help it. I, every year it comes out, I have to have the new one. It's just, I, it's an itch I can't help. It's hard to you flex. That's enough of you. That's enough out of you. <laughs> I, I, I do it the, I do it the poor guy way though. I, I, um, I just trade them in and and add it to my bill. Like I ain't, yeah. I ain't doing the the 
Um, Isn't that how most people do it? Am I poor too? Uh, yeah, I too. <laughs> That's the smart I way to do it. I too am poor, and I'm going to continue to be that way. I got an event to plan for now. Oh, yep, you sure do. You sure do. Yes, congrats to Justin. Thank you, thank Absolutely. you. For those of you that don't follow me on social media or anything like that, my lovely girlfriend Michelle said yes when I proposed to her in Vermont last weekend. So, um, and big- and the 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 picture you dropped in the group chat was the dopest picture because you had that look on your face like yeah boy <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so dope. And well, that was great too. And then Sully was in the picture, which made it even better. Yes. So. We just bug some random stranger. We're like, excuse me, uh, we just got engaged. Can you take our picture? <laughs> yeah, nice. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that... It was pretty cool. But yeah, man. So like the the buying of stuff right now, I'm like, <sighs> yeah, man. That's whole whole another layer of thinking yeah. to every single purchase. Every time you swipe the card. Yeah. Um, but today yeah. we would be remiss if we didn't remind you what day it is. Today is National oh, Reveal yeah. Day, and when I said it to the boys. Yep. 45 seconds ago we were like what the fuck is that and apparently it is the day that prohibition ended in the united states so yeah so that- <laughs> pour one out and into a shot yes, glass yes yeah. yes unfortunately i'm not drinking tonight everyone because um i did a lot of celebrating over thanksgiving so my liver <laughs> actually hates me right now so instead of alcohol i'm drinking tonight uh, trader joe's spice cider it's really good Trader Joe's always oh. comes through. Um, I'm drinking it cold like a Neanderthal because I did not have time to warm it up. But <laughs> that's where we are in life right now. So, cider is one of my favorite drinks of all time, so, man. I I I will drive an hour to this apple orchard specifically for the cider. Yeah, that's like, how it is so it, fucking yeah, good. Wow. Yeah. It is so good. And you you know, you you can get the jugs to take home with you, but they do like have the warm cups they'll give you there. It's so when I tried warm. it at Trader Joe's, they had it warm They had it warm in the like thermos joint. And I no lie, Ooh. I kept going back. I had like four cups of that shit. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so good. It's good. It's really like that's how you know like fall and winter's here. You know, it's just so comforting. Mm-hmm. It's just yep. I don't know, just makes your soul feel good. Perfect. And I guess we could talk about the news. People are like, God damn, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, we, we, I mean, a lot has happened in the two weeks since the last episode. So, uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, today, Donald Trump brazenly urged the Democrats to, uh, <laughs> to impeach him, which was weird. Um, so he could plead his case during a failed trial in the Republican controlled Senate. Um, apparently Pelosi heard it because less than an hour later she got on TV and announced that they are drafting the article. Donald Trump pulled a, um, so, a Della Reese yeah. in Harlem Nights when she told uh, Eddie Murphy to shoot him and shoot her in the pinky toe, and this is exactly what <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what Pelosi did. She was like, "Oh, a word? Bet I got something for that ass." A word. <laughs> And predictably, of course. in the of aftermath course. of the announcement, Trump started yeah. to complain again. So one might call him a one. One might. <laughs> so one might. But. That's you know that's a pretty yeah. big accusation. Accusation, but you know, the sh- if the shoe fits, if the if the suit, if the yeah. suit in this case so. does not fit for him, because he never has anything on that fucking fits him, and it drives me nuts. <laughs> If the made in China Donald J. Trump tie is a little too <laughs> yeah, tight. So weird. And a little too short. Oh yeah. So ridiculous. <laughs> 
So that will be fun. Um, word is that they're going to try to have the vote um, in the House pretty soon and start the trial maybe before the end of the year. We shall see. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I think at this point we're pretty much, you know, I, I don't like to use the word guarantee much, but um, I'm not worried about anything happening in the House. I think most of the, you know, you know, most of the House obviously is Democrat, and they all, for the most part, seem to have their head on straight when it comes to this type of thing. Um, I think a lot of them recognize that this isn't the proverbial witch hunt that they that he's making it out to be, and this weird Republican thing that they're somehow that uh, House Democrats are somehow circumventing justice. It's so crazy to me because this is well within their power and their duties to do this. It's it's not only within their power. It's like spelled out in the Constitution, like right. Like this this is actually their <laughs> obligation. It's so weird. Like they're literally they're doing their job, Karen. Like, <laughs> and I'm I'm super. I'm just it's so frustrating. It's very frustrating, and I'm super fascinated too to see when this does get to the Senate. I mean, we do know that there are the 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 loud. A pack of Republicans like Jim Jordan and and those idiots, but it's going to be really fascinating when the entire body, like all what is it, fifty one of them, like I feel like there's enough of them that are on the fence, maybe that this isn't going to be the the runaway acquittal that everyone seems to think it's going to be, especially once everything is laid out in the articles. So very interested to see how that plays oh, out. A hundred percent, and I think the other thing too is is we kind of touch about it here and there uh, when we when we've been talking about this over the last couple of weeks or a month or so. But I'd be interested, and in, if I have some free time, I actually want to go look and see which Republican senators are going to be up for reelection mm-hmm. and how this might influence the way that they're going to vote. You know, depending on where their constituency lies. Exactly. Um, I I'd be super super interested in. Um, seeing how that might kind of affect the proceedings in the Senate now. Yes, exactly. Because, I mean, even if they do decide to acquit, I mean, that's going to wind up putting those vulnerable um, senators in a bad spot come the election. So definitely want to see how that plays out. Well, let me let me say this. Um, even though there are quite a few senators who want, might be vulnerable. For example, the two senators who will be up for re-election in Georgia in 2020, and I'm going to touch on that a little later. Um, I don't see any remote possibility of getting the two-thirds threshold to remove him from office. Do you guys? Um, that's, yeah, I, that's Getting gonna two-thirds be to do anything is tough. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's super. The is there nothing in politics, you know, legislative wise? Is there nothing that backfired worse than the Democrats saying like, "Hey, we need to have a supermajority from now on." Good, but good, good point. Yeah, very good point. And you know, there's still like on the campaign trail, we've heard a lot of them are iffy about removing the filibuster. So that just looks like it's going to be the way it is for everything moving forward. The filibuster, I'm, I'm very, I get why it needs to be there, uh, but I just feel like it's been just grossly abused. Uh, Absolutely. You know, th- there is a time for this, but when it's when there's like the biggest like gross, you know, use of it was, I'm pretty sure it was during you know the the Affordable Care Act. Just they're trying to bring it to the mm-hmm. floor and like 
uh, I forget who it was, and I'm, I'm so mad I didn't think about this earlier, but they filibustered for like 12 hours straight. And I'm like, come on. Man. Yeah, that was nuts. I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is literally, like, people's lives are, are hanging in the balance of whether they can have some some sort of health care. Um, you know, and, and I think that's just ridiculous at, at that stage to um, just go vote for yeah. hours upon hours upon hours. And, like, you know, but it just goes to the message of how our legislation has come. It's much less mm-hmm. about, um, you know, doing a, a good for the public service, doing a good for your constituents is more of as like, well, here's where I draw my line in the sand with my political party. Here's where you draw your lines in the sand. It's literally trench warfare at this point. That's exactly what it is. And I mean, when you mix that in with the fact that, you know, so many of them have lobbyists and corporations that have dumped money on them. So that's pushing their um, policies in other directions. Also, it's just a mess. Yeah. Complete mess. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, Senator Kamala Harris of California had to drop out of the race uh, this past Tuesday after months of low poll numbers and a series of missteps that crippled the campaign. Um, a deflating come down for a barrier breaking candidate who is seeking to become the first black woman to win a major party's presidential nomination. Um, the decision came after weeks of upheaval among her staff, including layoffs um, in the New Hampshire office and as well as the uh, headquarters in Baltimore. Um, she told supporters in an email on Tuesday she lacked the money needed to fully finance a campaign. Uh, also de- uh, disappointing because she had already qualified for the debate and I was really looking forward yeah. to seeing her on there. So I think the worst part about it is just the fact that there are at least 10 other people that could have left before she did in terms of just relevance and hearing what they have to say on the national stage. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. And, and I'm not the biggest Kamala Harris supporter at all. But I think what she brought to the table so far is uh, the debates. Um, she did a really good job of holding the other uh, uh, candidates accountable for things that they did. Right. And I think exactly she made a step in the wrong direction because in the middle of the summer during the first round of debates or so she was on everybody's ass and at some point and i don't know because i just haven't really been following her campaign as close as i probably should have um she just doesn't have it policy wise you know she's kind of had to step back on a lot of things her history is not so great and for her to come out and say the things that she's saying uh just really contradicts her record um especially while she Mm -hmm. was the district attorney while she was the state's attorney um it's really hard to say hey i'm a progressive candidate this is what i want to do when the things that you have done don't match up with that and you're not holding yourself accountable for that you know never once did she come out and say like hey this was a time in uh san francisco where blah 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 was happening and we need to do this and this and that you know it, it, it just, there's never, the smoke was always there for her, but she was never able to get a fire out of it because, um, you know, I just don't think the things that she wanted or what she said and her policies, I just think she was like in this really weird middle ground where she's not a progressive like a Bernie or Elizabeth Sanders or a, a Julian Castro, um, but she's mm-hmm. not quite a full on centrist like someone like a Joe Biden or, or a Pete Buttigieg. Uh, 
Exactly. She's like in this real, really weird pseudo area. And I think it better suits her career to stay as a senator unless, um, you know, someone maybe wants to tap her as a VP candidate. I wouldn't like that too much because I think there's other better VP candidates. Um, but I think she'd make a great mm-hmm. uh, attorney general. I think someone said that in the group chat the other day. And I'm like, wow. But then at yeah. the same time, I'm like, yo, she wasn't doing that great uh, in San Francisco. Like she was locking parents up for truancy issues. So I can't, I can't vibe yes. with that in my like in my core beliefs that's a problem for me right definitely that said though i wouldn't i wouldn't mind kamala trying to lock trump up for being baron's parent and (laughs) tiffany's parent and ivanka's parent because we gotta know there's some malpractice going on there yeah you're 100 percent right man and i think that's you know kind of to circle back to my point like and i don't mean this in a disrespectful way at all but she is a a dog and when she gets a hold of something Mm -hmm she goes after it. And that's probably what made her an amazing prosecutor yep. is that she has that ability to really like get into shit and just like, I, you remember when she was getting like wild spicy during the Kavanaugh trials and stuff? Yeah, the man. Yep. That's yep. her forte. That's what she's good at. And that's, that's one of the reasons Absolutely agree. That, that that was the driving, bef- uh, driving force behind a lot of her popularity in the candidacy, because people knew 100%. that if she had got on the stage against Trump, she would tear him to pieces. I thought so, and, too, at first. And then she started talking about the things that she wanted. And I was like, yo, this math ain't mathing, bro. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> the policies didn't didn't keep up and the lack of, you know, addressing the past positions, you know, yeah. that was a, an issue, too. So all of it just came back to Biter, man. But like you said, there's going to be plenty of places where she can land that when this all settles. And I have heard whispers about it, maybe Biden picking her as a VP. Um, I think the attorney general could be a good idea. So, I mean, she's going to land somewhere. So, yeah, like, I think it's best now to to suspend it before, like, losing a Super Tuesday or something and kind of damaging your political standing. You know what I mean? Right. So and, and she's it, still going to be OK. Um, you know, I think this is good, you know, further name recognition for her. Um, unfortunately I don't think, you know, as a, as a, on the national stage, I don't know if she has the chops to be that type of of politician. Maybe she just needs a little bit more seasoning in, in, in the game. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, her career is advanced really, you know, I mean, amazingly. Uh, and this is kind of her first, you know, go around. I mean, she's only what, like 55. So, you know, she's got some time. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, One more question I have, though. Um, So where do the supporters that she had, even though obviously not many that there were, what candidate do they go to? Good question. question. And I I saw I saw something where basically they're, you know, the remaining candidates are already trying to kind of pick up that coalition. My guess would be it's. Like like Justin was saying, she's sort of almost in that moderate field, but I, I don't see Pete's supporters or her supporters going to Pete. I don't see that happening. Um, maybe Biden. I would sure. say I would say Biden. Um, probably maybe sixty percent of me wants to say Biden, but I'm gonna drop like a little bit of a take, and I think a lot of them would go support Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren has a very similar kind of way about her, just a little bit different way. But remember, Elizabeth Warren also very much a watchdog, very much an attack dog. She took on Wells Fargo by herself. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that 
the people who kind of were flocking to Kamala. And let's be honest here, there's a decent contingent of the of the black vote here. They need someone, you know, these other, and by they, I mean the other candidates, they need someone, they need a group of people that they can kind of lure in, like you said, like, where are they going to drift to? And I think that uh, Warren's people can kind of, hey, like, you know, both women were yeah. lawyers. This is this, blah, blah, blah. So I think that that's a good chance for people to kind of rebrand. But honestly, man, from every, and this is not to be, you know, dismissive towards people's ideal candidates, but every Kamala Harris supporter that I've talked to, I've never been able to have a full conversation with them to try and understand what about her policies and what about her that she likes outside of what we were talking about um, with the Kavanaugh thing and maybe her being able to topple Trump in a debate because she's quick-witted and she's fiery um, and that she's tough, right? Um, which are great. But policy-wise, I just haven't been able to have that conversation with with a Harris supporter to see. And I just don't think it's really, I think the correct answer to that question, I say all this to say, I don't think it's a big enough group that has enough, that the base isn't strong enough to really fucking make a difference either way. Yeah. yeah I got I so all too. of that out after I started talking and then I was like, um, wait a second, this is not really a significant amount of people. With, with a significant voice. It's not the number of people, it's the voice of the number. I think it's not significant enough to really make any ripples in the pond. That's true also, I, I think. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that shakes out. Um, North Korea apparently is unhappy with Donald Trump. So uh, they've threatened... So there was a statement that they published in their state one uh, media where the army chief of staff, Pak Jung-chan, said Kim was displeased with, quote, undesirable remarks uh, that warned that North Korea and the U.S. are still technically at war and the state of truce can turn into an all out armed conflict at any minute. Jesus Christ, that's not good. Um, hey, uh Oh, my bad. Finish the, You can finish the copy. So, yeah. Uh, so he goes on to say, one thing I would like to make clear is that the use of armed forces is not the privilege of the U.S. only, unquote. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> See, that's funny. The, the, the one, the quote I saw, it wasn't one of these, was something to the effect of, we're going to give the U.S. like their Christmas I, present. I, I, or I saw that, that one, too. So it's like, oh, we've, we've been a guy a few weeks. Jesus, man. So, yeah, we've we've come a long way from uh, Trump bragging about getting beautiful love letters from Kim, I guess. Kim Jong-un was in his room fucking just playing stick talk by future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, when it said undesirable remarks, I wonder if Donald Trump told him to take him and his bowl cut and, and go back <laughs> to the peninsula. So boom, recycled joke. Let's go. Yes, for the, for anyone wondering, we do it. have an we it. do have an episode titled "You and Your Bowl Cut." You can go back and listen to that. For that was about another that shitty, uh, uh, <laughs> head of state. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the time is a flat circle with us. Always remember that. Ooh, way to bring that one back too. That's pretty. Yeah, good. Yeah, we we bring them back all the jokes. So um, oh, yeah, here's hoping that. <laughs> exactly I'm, I'm, I'm a texter about that later because i was looking forward to it honestly um so yeah here's hoping that we get to enjoy christmas this year without a bomb being dropped on us that'd be pretty cool i've heard that their weapons are coming along um yeah i mean this they're, they're doing something there's even like 
how did we get from like these two being fucking BFFs to like now we're it's been like this weird tension where it's been like they're friendly and Trump is like, oh yeah, like me and me and Kim Jong Un are we're buddies and we talk about basketball. And that's not true, by the way. I just added that. For it me. really comes <laughs> off as like some toxic Ronnie and Sammy Jersey Shore shit. Like they're they love each other, but they want to kill each other. What a reference! That's that's another great reference. It's because they're both I, fucking I, idiots with too much power. That's really what it is. It is, and also, I mean, Donald Trump has no clue what he's doing. So he'll go there. He'll have a summit. He'll say all of this dumb shit just to, you know, it's like when you when you're BSing somebody about going somewhere and you know you're not really gonna go. You're like, yeah, 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 I'll see you there, right? Oh that's yeah, what, yeah, yeah. That, that's where what you're Trump's like. <laughs> I'm about to fly through, but you're still in bed. Yeah, 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 right. Like that's what Trump is doing in a diplomatic, like, f- a foreign negotiation, right? So then when it's time to pay up and give North Korea what they want, and Kim is like, uh, my nigga, what's good? Trump has no clue what to do. So here we are now, months after the fact, and they're like, look, you haven't eased up on the sanctions. You haven't pulled people out of South Korea doing these training exercises. We're going to fuck your shit up. Yeah. And it's it's at the end of the day, like the U.S. has potential to be harmed in this. It's not a huge potential, but we have close allies that could potentially be really harmed by yes, just provoking exactly. them. Like you don't have to kiss you don't have to kiss his ass, um, but at the same time you can't just start fucking provoking him. And I think Trump doesn't understand. I mean, we know that he doesn't understand foreign diplomacy at all. Um, but it's just it's just baffling, like why this is still a thing. It's it's crazy. I mean, there is a reason that we have gone how many administrations without finding a solution to this problem. And Trump is going to roll in here and say, I got this and just like walk into North Korea and be like, bam, problem fit. Like, that's not how it works. No. dude. Obama couldn't do it. Bush couldn't do it. Clinton couldn't. There is a reason. Yeah. And they, <laughs> so, they've managed to not have the world turn into a fucking nuclear waste. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, you pick your battles, exactly. man. Like they knew they couldn't get it done, but they didn't antagonize them either. So at the very least, for the for the past thirty years up until Trump got here, we weren't under an imminent threat of um, them sending a bomb our way. Yeah. So, but that's where we're at now. Yeah, I'd like to like make it to um, without fucking getting. That, that would be, be ideal. That would actually be that great. That would be ideal. <laughs> oh man, uh, Devin Nunes is fi- uh, filing another lawsuit again. Um, this time against CNN. He's looking for four hundred thirty-five million dollars in damages. He alleges that CNN, um, which the lawsuit describes as the mother of fake news, published a demonstrably false hit piece on him when it was reported on November 22nd that a lawyer for Lev Parnas, the indicted associate of Rudy Giuliani, said his client was willing to testify that Nunes met with him last year and um, actually met with a former Ukrainian prosecutor in Vienna in an effort to get dirt on former Vice President Joe Biden. Um, it's worth noting that call records that were released as part of the impeachment inquiry have shown call logs in which Nunes spoke to Parnas. So he is suing, <laughs> claiming defamation for what has now proven to be at least circumstantially true. Yeah, what what do I look like getting on somebody's couch and rubbing my feet and dirt in, into somebody's <laughs> couch like that? Yeah, I remember doing that. Like it's the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is the 
I can't decide if this is 1A or 1B, the stupidest lawsuit I've heard today, with the other one being fucking Zimmerman. Oh, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is, this actually, no, both are fucking stupid. I can't figure it out, but they're pretty, can there be, there can be a tie, right? And I feel like this isn't even the first time Nunes has done this. Like, he has a habit of, like, just suing people for putting up stories. And he just wants people to talk about him. That's really all it was. There, there was also the, the thing where he was suing the, the Twitter account that made fun of him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Devin Nunes Cal account. I've never and, seen that, but I have to go look now. <laughs> and the, the funny thing is the judge had to, like, issue this ruling saying you can't sue a twitter account because no one would realistically believe that the cow is really tweeting <laughs> <laughs> so bro it's like it's obviously parody <laughs> republicans love free speech until someone says something bad about them they it, that is the the most succinct way to put it yeah. they, they cry about censorship at mm-hmm. every turn and here we have Nunes is now sued, made, made these really dumb lawsuits all within a really close proximity to one another. And and it's funny, too, because I was listening to another podcast and it was during the open hearings where at one point Nunes left during the middle of the hearing, came back and then was noticeably like somber and just sad looking. And like I watched clips of it and somebody speculated that some news was about to drop that was going to really like implicate him badly. And I think that's what this is, those call logs. So, yeah, Nunez is in deep shit now. Good, good. All of these (laughs) fucking corrupt assholes, they need to get got. Because, you know, like, have you seen him too? Like, all he does is like... He doesn't even question people during these hearings. He's just like spouting like the fucking InfoWars conspiracy theories over and over and over. It's so weird. Like somebody put together a supercut and he's like literally saying the same thing over and over. Like, hey, did you hear about this uh, Ukraine crowd strike shit? Like that's all he's doing. Yeah, he looks like the like dirtbag manager of like a checkers. <laughs> like, like he just, I don't know, bro. He's got like a big punchable face too. He, he's got a very punchable face. One of and the it's more like, I ones. get it. Like, fundamentally, like, if you're a conservative, like, cool, whatever. Like, I'm sure if, as long as you have, like, as long as your head's not up your ass, like, I can have a reasonable discussion with you. But this guy is just one of those who want to be famous or want to be a politician on the bigger stage. Um, yep. So he's just doing all this. It's all posturing. Like, it is. It, that's all that it is. And it's all coming like his desire to Trump set like a very bad precedence with a lot of these uh, Republican politicians, too, where it's just like, I'm going to come in here. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but if I say enough shit that sounds cool, maybe people will believe me and then people will yeah. support me and then I can move up the ladder. But the problem is, is like, I mean, number one, it all sucks, but it doesn't work for everybody. Unfortunately, Trump is pretty charismatic. Um, Mm -hmm. and as much as I hate to admit it, like some of the shit that he says is actually funny, Um, (laughs) but they're trying to use the blueprint that Trump had. Like these guys like made it a hot line, but Trump made it a hot song. (laughs) That another great reference. Um, yeah, Trump, (laughs) Trump has 30 years of celebrity at his back when he's doing this stuff. That's another thing people got to understand. So 
just by being recognizable and having that sort of notoriety allows him to get away with a lot on top of just, you know, appealing to a bunch of racists. Yeah. But yeah. that's not going to work for <laughs> a lot of, you know, politicians who until your na- they if start your last showing name up in these hearings, Nunez, chances are <laughs> they're like, oh, you ain't getting that. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so, yeah, sorry, Devin, but you're probably going to jail. Yeah. Uh, new Giuliani news, because this is always one of my favorite parts of the podcast. You, we just got to like um, um, when we have this drop, like when there's Giuliani news, we got to get the, the old DJ Clue Desert Storm drops. Like, <laughs> yeah. cool, cool, cool. No shit. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, that man. might be the washedest reference I've made in a long time. Holy shit. There there are people born right now that have been alive for 20 years that don't have a clue what we're talking about. <laughs> They're going to be like, <laughs> that is so crazy. <laughs> so my coworker who sits next to me, he's 21 years old, and I, I treat him very agedly with the references like, do you know what a floppy disk is? And I'm sure he has no idea who DJ Clue is. That And that is so crazy because at one point, like, DJ Clue was it, dog. Like, if you didn't hear the latest Clue tape, you had no clue what was going on. Yeah. And if you didn't, and even if you didn't know who he was, he was that dude standing behind, like, Fabulous and all the other New York rappers. Ex- the, ex- the, exactly. You recognize his face. You're like, oh, that's an important person. You might not know his name. But yep. that's fucking Clue. And man. if you didn't, exactly. if your track wasn't on the Desert Storm tapes, you didn't have a track. You didn't have a career, man. True. Like, you, that, that era was... We used to lose our shit when the clue tapes dropped, man. Oh, those were simpler Ooh, times, guys. That golden, the golden days, man. <laughs> it was a much more, it was much more innocent time. It was, it was. That I, I remember watching the uh, the fabulous video where he started tying the the um, paper towel bandanas around his head. Yeah. Simpler times. Well, we we just went down the wash trail. <laughs> Oh man! Some poor Gen Zer that like likes us for our news take is gonna be like, "What, what the in fuck, the fuck are they fuck? talking?" <laughs> He's gonna. They're gonna find the traded all video, the jagged edge joint. Yes, he yes. had the bandana. Jadakus was doing that shit for a while too. Yeah, he was. He had it on his and album then, cover, and then he decided that he just like randomly wanted to have hair again. And I was like, "Bro, what?" When the first time I saw him and he had like the Caesar haircut, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> So weird. I was like, you're just bald because? Like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, R. Kelly did that shit. He did. <laughs> he, he, did he, did, shit. he did a he, lot of shit. He did that because he was still doing his Aaron Hall impersonation at the time. Oh, yeah. Hey, shout so he, to Aaron Hall. That's my guy. Yup. Gotta go run that guy, all you youngins that don't know nothing about that. We, we just spent the, the past, we just spent the, ta- the past 10 minutes making the craziest 90s music references. <laughs> Like we went from fabulous to to DJ Clue to Aaron Hall in a span of five minutes. Yep. Hey, hey, hey! We just gave him a piece of our love. Oh wow! Oh god! (laughs) (laughs) That reference was poison. Pretty good. Somewhere in here is the episode title, probably "Piece of Our Love," but I'm gonna have to play it back because there was that was just one long episode title right there. I could just pick from it. These are a lot of references. I'm sure these kids can stay in the rain. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, Ooh, back man. to Giuliani. <laughs> back to Giuliani. So, um, yeah, apparently 
uh, Giuliani is actually currently in Ukraine, which he's like under federal investigation. I don't know that's if he should be letting him travel, but <laughs> yeah. But and that's um, a bold strategy, if I do say so myself. Yeah, like way to way to throw off the scent, Rudy. Um, <laughs> apparently, this is the last place I think on that. <laughs> right. Uh, the New York Times reported yesterday that Giuliani traveled to Hungary and Ukraine this week to set up interviews with former Ukrainian prosecutors who have been critical of former Vice President Joe Biden. Again, not conspicuous at all. Um, the interviews are meant to be a, uh, meant for a series on pro-Trump cable channel One American News. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, the sh- yeah, there's no question of where they're uh, where they're. Uh- loyalties lie right um this show which is gonna take giuliani and his allies at their word that trump did nothing wrong by pressuring ukraine uh to investigate biden has become a key part of giuliani's attempt to rally trump's base so um that's what giuliani's up to right now and remember nothing to see here jeez yeah this is officer barbarity from south park (laughs) so it's like another another wash reference i'm sorry i didn't do that one on purpose (laughs) um the thing is, is like I keep having to just say this out loud, mostly because I need to remind myself of this. That like Giuliani doesn't have like an official title. Yeah, yeah, that that like he's just doing all this like gallivanting because like he's just like I'll just go over here. Like, and also there was um, reporting that he was speaking to to um, employees at the OMB, um, the Office of Management and Budget, the people that actually were responsible for the aid getting to Ukraine. And that doesn't make sense considering that he has no place in the government. So why would he need to speak with anyone there if he had no involvement with the whole scheme? So, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, let me ask you all a question. Um, Who has been living off of one event more in their life? Is it Rudy Giuliani (laughs) after 9-11? Or is it Al Bundy rushing for all those touchdowns at Polk High? <laughs> That's I'm a good question. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to say Rudy. Bro, like, there's no – and the reason that I make that joke, and a lot of times I have to make a joke in order to cope with the sheer like idiocy of the things that I read in the news every day, is like Rudy's not even a good fucking politician. Horrible. <laughs> like Horrible. honestly, and this might be a hot take, but like – if 9-11 never happened, we wouldn't be seeing Rudy Giuliani on the national stage. I agree. With, I agree with that. And that that was evident. Like, didn't he run for president? Like, I forget what year it was, but he flamed out. It was 08. Yeah, he flamed out. Bruh, we didn't even get like, it, it was laughable. Yeah. Yeah. So they, were, like, that, they, just, they like gave him like the like, oh, that's cute. Or like one of those like little curves that that sometimes happens. Rest in peace to all our fallen warriors when that happens to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, oh, I'm in your city, and they're just like, have fun. Yep. Oh god. <laughs> yep. yep. Pour, that's, that's, pour one out for those guys. But I mean, the one thing I'll say in favor of Rudy being able to carve out his place, I don't think he would have had as much as he does now. But it seems like since him, all New York mayors have one run for president, two had a relatively high profile. Bill de Blasio, he ran for five seconds. And if New York hadn't become a worse city under his tenure and you didn't know that, hearing him speak on stage actually wasn't half bad. So maybe right. if he wasn't a garbage actual executive, yep. maybe he could be going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bloomberg yeah. could buy Trump 20 times over. 
Um, so we're going to continue to see his ads everywhere until people don't vote for him. So maybe that says Rudy could have pulled something out of his ass and found his way to stay on the news. I just feel like those other guys have like some sort of like craftiness that Rudy doesn't have. Like, like I, I don't know quite how to explain it. I just like the dude has the personality of a fucking box. Like at least Blasio <laughs> and Bloomberg, like they have a little bit of something to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, Giuliani oh, just gives me like screaming granddad. You know, like he's just he's he's like the dude that's texting you from an that iPad. That would insinuate that he has kids. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look to me that he's a guy with kids with a family. And he like thawed the hot dogs and <laughs> and, and funnily enough, you get that reference. <laughs> funnily enough, I didn't add this into the notes, but touching on bloomberg for a second did you guys hear how because of course he owns bloomberg news they had to come up with this crazy thing about how they're going to cover him so like because they can't investigate him because he owns them they're not going to investigate like any democratic uh candidates which is super weird i'm less like uh okay sure i mean i get it i i kind of don't mind it but it also like I'm sure there's a lot of talented journalists that now they don't get the chance to do what they do. best. Right. Exactly. It's like, I respect the transparency, but at the same time, it's like, you're a news outlet. This is the biggest, one of the biggest elections of, of, you know, the history of the country. Right. Really. Right. And, you know, Bloomberg's a reasonably, you know, I actually don't mind a lot of the things that I've read on there. Mm -hmm. I think they do a pretty decent job, all things considered. Um, but it's just, it's a head scratcher for sure. Yeah, it's its just one of those, you know, conflict things where I'm just like, how's this going to work when, you know, he becomes, if, I mean, I don't see him getting a, a path to the nomination, but, you know, you just got to think about it because he's throwing his hat in the ring. It's just like, how would that work? So, interesting thought. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's America where we're at now. I mean, <laughs> we have a guy that's president right now that, has billions of dollars worth of real estate trust still in his name so still you know it's it's that's kind of sadly the reality of what we're dealing with like we're just gonna see more people with money running for president just for the simple fact that they have money to do so yeah it's nuts so uh yeah i mean bloomberg is he's he's got i don't even have to be on a debate money like he's like i don't care about the debate i don't care about Right. It's like, I don't care about the debates. I don't care about these first two primary states. Here's $25 million. I'm good. Bro, I read in a news article that they were like, um, you know, Bloomberg is not participating in the upcoming debates or campaigns so that he can further cement his, you know, his campaign or so he can gather his strategy. And I'm like, bro, like how stacked are the odds against you for a guy like Julian Castro who like... It's all grassroots. And I'm right, glad you brought man. him up because it was actually some breaking news right. while and Castro- we've been recording. So Julian Castro apparently broke the donor threshold for the debates. Oh. So that's one checkbox. That's fucking um, now he just nice. needs He is my he awesome. has zero polls in his favor, so he still has a ways to go if at all anything is possible. But yeah, that's something worth noting. Yeah, I mean, it's good for him. Um, the poll thing is kind of tough. The polls are bullshit anyway. I mean, it's it's tough, because, but we've got, you know, they're so just specialized that, like, you know, you've got 
Pete Buttigieg, and they just a poll is just a, a discussion device for a lot of these outlets and for people to kind of make up their minds because they're like, oh well, he's polling well in my hometown. I guess I'll vote for him. Right? Yeah. It's polls are always like they don't tell you much. It. Yeah, you yeah. got to take it for what it's worth. Like I rarely pay attention to polls. Um, I look at them and I go, okay. I mean, that's really just a kind of a barometer of the campaign that they're running up until this point. Um, yep. But right now, with so many people in the field, I don't think that polls are really an effective way of telling you shit. With fucking, you can have a, f- a full basketball game with <laughs> the, the candidates that we have there. But um, do you guys think? I think you think someone would be smart enough to, um, I think, scoop up Castro as as their VP. I hope. I think that would be that'd be very smart. Castro has become a favorite and I'm really happy to see that he did hit the donor threshold because I want to see him in a debate. He's put in a good performance each time I think. Yeah. And, and he know, doesn't get a lot of chance to talk compared to the other ones. Right. But he, I mean, he, he's always on point with his answers and yeah, his yeah. policies make a lot of sense also. So I definitely want to see more from him. Um, Cause he's, he's done really well considering that he didn't have hardly any name recognition at all when he, nope entered and initially people were really lukewarm on him but he's definitely won people over so i want to see see more from i'd him. love to see a uh, a warren castro ticket that'd be nice yes that'd be fantastic that'd be awesome. or a sanders Very. castro ticket i'd yes. be cool with that too he could be the heir apparent yeah if y'all believe Absolutely. that sort of thing <laughs> totally um now for my favorite topic what would captain planet do so apparently (laughs) because of the the crazy ass weather there's like a potato shortage so that means travesty (laughs) yeah so unusually cold and wet weather during potato harvest season has left some growers in the u.s and canada unable to harvest a significant portion of their crops now processors across north america are rushing to find potatoes from additional sources to keep up with the demand for fries (laughs) according to bloomberg um the u.s is the fifth largest producer of potatoes in the world and the crop is grown in nearly every state but this year the amount uh produced and harvested is down and um some of the top producing states including uh um, idaho oregon and north dakota so uh yeah french fries price is about to skyrocket guys yeah cold world we're living in china's the world's top potato producer did not know that followed by india russia ukraine and then the u.s shit Hey, China, China, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna walk back to that trade agreement table looking at trump like, like look not. what you want to do <laughs> with a big bag of mean, potatoes man. like what what what, what is it Dog, what you want to do i for one can't envision a life without french fries <laughs> i you know there was a, a article that seems to resurface once every year or two talking about how fries increase risk of cancer hey, time now. And i just oh, sidestep hey, that and i'm like I'm i don't here. care if it's my time, time. there you go that actually that's the that's the episode (laughs) (laughs) yes we already talked about nuclear war so that's how i gotta go we're talking about potato shortage or nuclear war we're (laughs) talking about that why not both (laughs) why not both seriously why not both hey i'll be eating my fries (laughs) as it comes hey but um who who's Who's yep. got the best fries out of all the fast food joints? <laughs> really, all this? No, but I'm actually going to go to Five Guys mm. after this. 
So that's funny. That Matt, did you just that. say five guys? Um, <laughs> but so Hell yeah. my pick Hell would yeah. probably be Chick-fil-A, the classic waffle. Oh, that's a good call. You know, those are those are really good. I'm not going to lie. Man, favorite. This is tough, man, because, nah. you know, the the default answer for most people is McDonald's and here's the thing like i feel like they've been slacking lately i mean man. Like, they got the last market. few times they i'm going i've just not been pleased but wendy's wendy's made the five for the that, four for true. four and mcdonald's but, is like nah, matt was right, right whatever still gonna come back here <laughs> yeah there's like okay. yeah right they didn't even change their That's menu probably not even real meat you still <laughs> gonna eat it still Have gonna fun. get eight <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all two, but no, Five Guys Fries decide. actually really fucking good. Wendy's, um, right, and Checkers. That's my second che- mm-hmm. Checkers drop, and I miss Checkers. Checkers, if you're listening, please come to Massachusetts. You want to <laughs> Checkers so fire? How, I was, I've never had Checkers before, man. When I was uh, on active, I've, I've heard nothing but Augusta, good things about them now. Me and my boy, they they used to let us out um, for the weekends. And we'd like just book hotels, and that's where all the parties were. And there's checkers right across the street from the hotel. And I used to fuck it up like every week. It's probably gonna take me to an early grave, but hey, like I said before, I had a good run. I used to fuck up some checkers and Hardee's in college. Yeah, Hard- Hardee's to like Hardee's too. Yeah, Hardee's is good. Um, yeah, well, sleeper pick too. Sleeper pick White Castle has some bum fries because they got crinkle cut fries. Yeah, the crinkle cut. Yeah, that's yeah, man. That's that's a that's a rarity that you don't see a whole lot of them, but the crinkle cuts are fire. That's a good call. That's a good call. I only wish there was a White Castle here. I I um usually anytime I go to New York, that's my first stop is hit a White Castle. Bro, I always feel like such a see for me. Whenever I'm in Atlanta, it's kind of the opposite because we don't have White Castle, but we have Crystal. Yeah. So that's always nice ah. for like the, the shitty tiny burgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love them. So we good. eat like seven of them things at one time. Easy. Absolutely. I, they, you know, they got the those cases that come with like thirty of them. And <laughs> mm-hmm. me and my cousin went and got a case. This was years ago, and we called my other cousin. We was like, "Yo, you need to come over. We about to get the case." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the way." And she was taking her time with it. By the time she got there, there was one left. I was like, yo, it took too long. Hey, it took too gotta, long. Got to come when it's when they're when they're ready because we try to tell her. That's literally like you can like once you eat one, like you have to keep going. Like you just, it's, it's no choice. You just got to. Got, got Man, but that's that's all I have for today's episode, fellas. Y'all got any final thoughts? Um, I got a comment. Yeah, go for Sweet. it. Sweet. All right, so I actually didn't read a lot of the shit we talked about today because I have very <laughs> much been zoned in on Georgia Dope. because one of the biggest things happening at like a Senate level is Johnny Isaacson is retiring as a senator for Georgia due to health issues. He's has, he has Parkinson's. He's, he's kind of going to be wheeled out of the, out of the Senate on uh, December 31st. And on Wednesday, Governor Brian Kemp, he announced that financial executive Kelly Loeffler is going to be the new senator. And it's actually creating some interesting dynamics because she's a lot more moderate 
than a lot of people on the national Trump stage wanted. A lot of people wanted Doug Collins, who's the ranking member yeah. for, I want to say, judiciary. Uh, it might be intelligence, but it's one of the committees that's been doing impeachment. So he's kind of been the uh, the bullhorn for the Republicans. And so Trump was like, we should appoint Collins. But Kemp was like, no, nah, we're going to go with this moderate suburban woman to try to win back the ground we lost in 2018. So what's interesting about this particular election is because there's two concurrent Senate elections that are going to be happening in Georgia. So the first election for David Perdue is going to be a normal election where he's the incumbent. The Democrats have to choose that they're running for that seat and they're going to, there's going to be a normal primary. But for Johnny Isaacson's seat, it's actually a special election that's going to occur on election day. And that's going to be what's called like a jungle primary or a jungle election where every single person, Democrat, Republican, independent, wow. et cetera, is going to be on the ballot at the same time. So there are a lot of people speculating, will someone to the right of this appointee, such as Doug Collins, or someone like Tom Graves, who is the uh, House rep for, I want to say it's Northwest Georgia, um, the 14th district. He's actually, he announced today that he is going to step down after this term. And so a lot there are some people who are wondering, does that mean he's going to run for this Senate seat? And so there may be all types of chaos where, if there's one Democrat that has like that can consolidate some, some support, they might be able to sneak past all the GOP chaos and sneak a blue huge. seat out of Georgia of all places. So be on the lookout for that in the months to come as far as Senate horse race news. Yeah, that's huge, man. Definitely going to keep my eye on that. Huh? Yeah. Doug Collins. He, he's, he's the, yeah, things are definitely changing. Yeah, Collins is the one that was in the, the hearing yesterday um, being, yeah. a, being a dick. He's from Gainesville, Georgia, where all they do for fun is fuck chickens. It's one of the chicken capitals of America. <laughs> so if he wanted to go home and do that, I would be more than happy if he did that instead. Yeah, yeah, you you hear that? If you're listening, Doug Collins, which I'm sure he's not, there you go. That, there's, that's life after the Senate. <laughs> um, any, any uh, <laughs> Justin, any last thoughts for you? Um, no, nah, I don't have anything else. Uh, um, nothing outside of the ordinary. Just like I always say, fuck Ronald Reagan and free Palestine. Word up. And get out there and register to vote, everybody. We out? We are out. Too much for me to, to cope with. Too too much. Eating eating in restaurants is already shaky because you trust in somebody else with exactly. your food. Exactly. Like y'all ever thought about that shit and just be like, damn, like I'm really about to stroll in here and some random ass person. You don't know what they did today. You don't know what they did the minute <laughs> before your order came through. That- your stomach right and the funny thing is one of my my homegirls works for like the department of health down here so like she's like my plug she's like the one that tells me yeah they're good you you (laughs) straight you can you can do that because you know she actually do y'all have the um do y'all have the letter joints up there Uh, down there like in new york i've never seen the the letter grades now that i think about it now y'all got them down in georgia though right